there, there was more Modest Mouse than I thought there was. I know. I So when I was done listening to everything, I took most of it I had like downloaded as MP3, so I put it all in a playlist, uh-huh. and it was over 18 hours. <laughs> and then there's probably another four or five hours of stuff that I listen to on YouTube. So, uh-huh. yeah, there's, there's a lot of Modest Mouse. Oh, man. I was just going to do their released albums and I did and then you said you were going down a rabbit hole and so I looked and was like what's yeah. this rabbit hole and it was a, a big rabbit hole <laughs> like a year or two ago I listened to all the Modest Mouse stuff and I was like I wonder what stuff they have that I've never heard mm-hmm. so I downloaded what I thought was everything and so I had all these albums I'm like now's a good time to listen to them get that exercise out of the way, but then the rabbit hole just kept going and going. So <laughs> I thought it was fun though. It was yeah. interesting. There was some real like weird that I didn't so much like. <laughs> but the stuff that I like, I, I really like. Like the old stuff. The stuff that yeah. I already like before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we got enough um, adjusting of the sound levels. I don't care. How it's All right. Out. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> oh man! So, did you listen to Modest Mouse in high school? Um. No. So, I. Th- at the end of senior year, or maybe it was the summer after senior year, Andrew started getting into Modest Mouse. He had a friend on AOL Instant Messenger mm-hmm. that got him into it. So I remember like downloading, I think we were using Kazaa at the time, downloading Doing the Cockroach. So that was the first Modest Mouse song I ever heard. I just remember thinking it was really weird. Uh-huh. But I also remember like playing that intro on the guitar like it was cool but I wasn't into it right away um, and I think I heard a couple more songs before then but it wasn't until freshman year again with Kazar, LimeWire or whatever that you know you had me download Dramamine and Third Planet and Perfect Disguise I think those were the big three yeah right. yeah you listened to them before then though right yeah mine started the junior year where I was at a band, a concert, the Tony's band, and the other band, um, the Cooler. <laughs> they were, they were, um, and then they had a CD of Modest Mouse, and they like rent it to Tony, and he listened to it on the drive home, like the whole album. Which album was it? It was the one with Johnny. So. Uh, this is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. Yeah, that's it. So that was, those songs were pretty gritty. Mm-hmm. And then I remember getting the um, the moon in Antarctica. I skipped Lonesome Crowded West. Like, I didn't have that. So I didn't know doing the cockroach. And okay. when I did listen to it, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Yeah. So I yeah I haven't heard Lonesome Crowded West until probably college. And I remember when uh uh which one what came out when all the good news for people who love bad news came out when I was on mm-hmm. a mission. And I remember listening to that on P Day on the computer. It was great. Uh huh. Love of night. Yeah, that was that was my first area. You know, it was Mexico, so they have all these stands all over selling pirated CDs, and I saw Modest Mouse, and I almost peed myself. I was like, what is this? <laughs> so that was one of my... I was a pretty good missionary, but that was one of my little sins, was I, I'd listen to Modest Mouse and Cake. Cake's new album was somehow there, pirated in the Mexican streets. <laughs> I had a bunch of CDs. I didn't have a CD player, but... I would collect CDs. I remember having um, Rolling Stones. Uh-huh. <laughs> a Rolling Stones DVD, or not DVD, a CD that was pirated. I'd buy a bunch of cheap pirated music. That was great. All right, yeah. let's go back. <laughs> what are we going to start with? What album? Are um, we going to do like before the released albums? Are we just going to kind of... March forward through time. I don't know. So, uh, I I listened to like everything I could find. So they have Mm -hmm. before even anything was recorded in a studio. They had some cassette tapes Mm -hmm. that they like released in limited amounts. Did you listen to any of that? Yep, I tried. It was it was rough. There were three of them. There's Wow, this, these are really long names. Uncle Bunny faces useless analogy involving distance freight trains and half-ripe limes. It doesn't matter. Limes are sour either way. That's just one name. And then Tube Fruit, All Smiles, and Chocolate. I did listen to and that. And then Sad Sappy Sucker Choking on a Mouthful of Lost Thoughts, which is not the same as the album Sad Sappy Sucker. So each of those is a two-hour cassette. Uh-huh. That are just barely listenable. I, They're not. I listened good. to some, and it, it was it was a hard listen. Really yeah, it was by. the only way I could listen to it was like I was working on something else and just kind of had it going in the background. But I, it's kind of like Modest Mouse is sort of famous for Isaac Brock having like this weird bad voice, but like somehow makes it beautiful. So if you can imagine like the person who's famous for kind of having a bad voice finding that voice, like it's really bad. <laughs> oh man oh yeah that had ugly Casanova the song uh-huh. there's so many songs in there. yeah let's not talk about that yeah I don't think we need to talk about those anymore like I'm glad I listened to it because it was interesting but I'm never going to listen to them again and now we have lost thoughts yeah yeah I'm never going to listen to those again it was fun it was fun <laughs> It was fun to find. So, yeah. is Sad Sappy Sucker the EP or the album, the first one then? Because that was released yeah, after, it, but it was like recorded or written before. Uh huh. Yeah, it was released. When was it released? Like after. It was released Once in 2001. Crowded West, I think. It was, the Moon in Antarctica was 2000. And then uh-huh. Sad Sappy Sucker was 2001, but it was really written before okay. This Is a Long Drive, so it was like in 95 or 94. So let me find that. No. We'll do that one first. Okay. Okay. 
So there's 24, but the last several, last half is like written for someone to call into his voicemail and then uh-huh. he just plays it over the phone automatically. They're like, mostly just like little 30 second things. Yeah. Let me play <laughs> a little bit of the first track. This is Birds versus Worms. YouTube. So I didn't download all the MP3s, and so I'm just listening to like. There's this YouTuber, Voiceinator, uh, and he does all the albums, and he has pictures. Okay. So, what's your favorite from this album? So, I don't know. So, I, this album. Um, like I was more familiar with their, like the Moon and Antarctica Forder, I guess, building nothing out of something forward. Uh-huh. Yep. And so a while ago, I went and wanted to listen to the older stuff that I didn't know as well, and I think I started with this one, and I just didn't like it. So I think this time through was only my second or third time ever listening to it, and the only thing I wrote in my little notes was that it's way better than I remembered. Yeah. Because it sounds like good old modest mouse. This might be because I was coming from those horrible cassette tapes. Yeah. But um I don't know that I could pick out songs. Like I remember Four Fingered Fisherman was good and Duke's Up was catchy yeah. and Every Penny Fed Car. Those were ones that showed up on like three that. or four of these other Duke's Up things that I listened to. Good old modest mouse. songs are like a lot more straightforward just like three-piece band without so many crazy effects and all the production stuff
It's so good. What do you call it when you sing yeah. over yourself like that? When what? When you sing over yourself, multiple tracks of you uh, singing the same. Double tracking the vocals, yeah, I guess. So and I, I mean, that's one of the Modest Mouse tricks that they do all the time, but it just sounds so good and unique because he doesn't sing it the same both times, mm -hmm. you know? Like, you listen to, like, Beatles songs, John Lennon double tracks his vocals all the time, but he's singing it exactly the same, so it just sounds fat. With Modest Mouse, it's like he's not singing the same rhythm. Sometimes he's singing an octave apart from himself. Like, it... Yeah, it sounds good. I like it. <laughs> oh, man, it's... It's so like old and good sounding. Like you go to, we'll get to um, what was it called? Uh, the Strangers to Ourselves 2015 album. <laughs> oh, man. This sounds so much better than that does. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a bunch of weird songs. Like, I remember My Seat Cheese is weird, isn't it? What are you doing here? <laughs> I still like it. <laughs> I can't get a case of factory outlet beer then. The way the way he iPod. sings on this early stuff uh -huh. kind of reminds me of you and Jason when you sing and try to sound bad on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's kind of good, but it's yeah. also kind of not. It's kind of like Jason trying to be Blink One Eighty Two. Uh huh. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> kind of like exaggerated ours. Uh, that's fun. But All I right. still like it. What year was that? That was Sad Sappy Sucker. So the next would be This is a Long Drive for Someone with Nothing to Think About, which I'm excited about. Yeah. First song, five minutes and 44 seconds, drama. This is what got This is my first ever listening to Modest Mouse, the song, and it's great. This was the first Modest Mouse song I loved. <laughs> but there's lots of good songs on this album. Mm -hmm. My favorite song is on this album. My number one That's right. Modest Mouse song. Can you guess which one it is? Talk. I I think I know. I think we had this conversation on Facebook. But we have to keep the PG rating, so I have to call it talking crap about a pretty sunset. There you, go. you can say talking S. <laughs> That's a good song. I mean I looked through the track list on this and like pretty much every song is good. Yeah. This is one again that like I, I didn't one, love the first three, listen through. Four, but... five, six, six, six. Running around the neighborhood, pejorative. Jinx I said the grooms of town. Army oh, cause so he ain't the That's a concern. I can just play this on the guitar all day long. 
Might. That's a great song. Property. It gets a little bit weird. I don't love Head South. I love Head South. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I like it. I just don't love it. Any song that has those female backup vocals is like a top tier Modest Mouse song to me. has so many of like those classic long modest mouth songs where like the song's mm-hmm. done but they just keep jamming for mm-hmm. two or three minutes yep. that's great I love that Tundra Desert. that's how drama mean is six uh-huh. minutes the next song breakthrough four and a half Tundra Desert's five and a half they're so slow they just take their time <laughs> I love Ohio. I walk around the house and I sing that and it, Rachel doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> that, that's one of the things, the other things listening to this was like, I realized how many of the songs that get stuck in my head are from this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exit does not yeah. exist. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Five minutes. Oh, this is the weird breathing one. I don't know that breathing part. But here's my favorite. <laughs> I think I just like acoustic Modest Mouse. I mean, I like the gritty... Um, Thank you. 
should do a documentary about this album too. Uh huh. <laughs> I rewatched that too. The Lonesome Crowded West one. Uh huh. I just recently watched it, so I didn't watch it again. Like yeah, ago. I watched it when I came out. This is only the second time I'd watched it, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. Recommends. Oh man, everything's so good. So, what's your favorite on this <laughs> one? Um, I mean, drama means probably my favorite. Yeah, there are so many good songs, but that one really stands out. I think. Yeah, the least favorite. Um, I don't think so on this one. Do you? Probably exit does not exist. Just because that's one thing. It gets stuck in my head, and so then when I listen to it, it's like a relief to have it (laughs) playing out of speakers instead of my head. So I like that one, but I could see how, yeah. I don't listen to it. I mean, there's no songs on this album that I have to skip every time. Mm -hmm. And future albums, there definitely are songs that I do not like. Yeah. What's the last one? What is on the past is on far the moon It was second class, but what's to lose And look at that wall, she can one that assume That you can't see air or time Oh, man, so good That's all the right. other problem is The names of the songs are all so weird I didn't recognize the name of that song But then I was trying Oh yeah, this song that I've heard a bunch of times <laughs> Yep, that's how it is uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, picking song names. All right, this is albums we just did. This is a long drive. That's nineteen ninety five. Was there anything uh-huh. between this and Lonesome Crowded West? I've got a bunch of stuff. Um, so there's one that I found. I'll just blow through these really quick because I don't eight. think you've listened to them. What? We gotta listen yeah. to Interstate so, Eight. Before Interstate Eight. There was the Parasite Sessions, which are a bunch of demos from like what ended up being on the first two albums. So this might have even been before. This is a long drive. But they had the song Parasite, which ended up being an ugly Casanova song. So okay. maybe you heard that. That was yeah. way later. And then um, the only thing that really jumped out to me that I liked was they had a version of Cowboy Dan on that one that had the female backup vocals that I'm in love with. Oh. So if you do look it out, I mean, that's that's the one song that's really worth it. But yeah, the next on the list is Interstate 8. I do love Cowboy which Dan. Is, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Interstate 8. Which tab is that? There it is. So Interstate 8 is interesting. Because it's only a couple of songs, and then it's like songs that are on a different album. Is that right? So, oh, Interstate Eight ended up getting put onto Building Nothing Out of Something. So I'd never listened to like the actual EP before a couple days ago, mm-hmm. but I know most of the songs really well. So the uh, I guess the first three songs ended up on Building Nothing Out of Something. Tundra Desert was on the one we just talked about. Yeah. And Edit the Sad Parts, I don't think that was on anything else, was it? 
I think that's the first time I heard it. I mean, like you said, the names of these songs uh-huh. are so it's weird. A, it's a nine and a half minute one. Well, let's listen to Interstate 8. Okay. A a song where you played the guitar and then played it in reverse oh yeah that's a really bad song <laughs> <laughs> which one was it <laughs> uh shoot what's it called i don't remember that was freshman year <laughs> that's what i don't go back and listen to ever you have it um, yeah i'm sure i have it somewhere was that like the that's not the name with the print loop uh-uh. Um, I can't think what that one was called. That's a classic Modest Mouse type of sound. Uh-huh. The yeah. backwards guitars and all the whammy bar stuff. Mm-hmm. Sir. Wow. Damn. I'm on a Sleepwalking, Sleepwalking, which was another one that I downloaded freshman year. Oh man, this is one of my favorite. I'd say this is top five. Yeah.
do a great job. Who yeah, that? it's a great song. Who's that backing vocal? You know, could you look I, her up? I just looked it up like an hour ago. I guess her name is Nicole Johnson or Johnston. I don't know. She was the girlfriend of the producer or something, like somebody who's just like tangentially related to anything they did, but she ended up on a bunch of their songs. And she, like, is not a musician. She hasn't recorded anything else. She's just on a bunch of Modest Mouse songs. Oh, man. She did a great job. Uh-huh. And then Tundra Desert was on the previous album. Uh-huh. Bit of the sad parts. Is it just this album, or is it on anything else? Uh, it, it's on something else, but not a major album. This Some is other minutes long. Years. This album's more mellow, not as fast-paced, mm-hmm. like, I guess. More Which is easy listening. maybe my favorite kind of Modest Mouse. I mean, my favorite album is Building Nothing Out of Something, which includes three of these songs. So I kind of like the spacey, backwards, guitar-y, lots of reverb and slow female backup vocals. I like the screamy stuff too, but... I like this stuff better. <laughs> so that's the one that's like a bunch of stuff from these EPs and singles and stuff that they were releasing like around the same time as This Is A Long Drive and oh, okay. Lonesome Crowded West. It's all the stuff that kind of didn't make it onto major albums that they put together on it okay. its own thing yeah I listen to this they all kind of blend together like you said like there's some on some albums and some on some others and uh-huh. they're all mixed matched in like time release you try to look up on wikipedia what's there and it's hard to track down where these songs belong uh-huh So yeah, that one's my favorite. I guess we can talk about that one later, but we probably will have already talked about most of the songs so by you're then. you're saying, what year was Building Nothing Out of Something released then? I think it was 98. I think it was between Lonesome Crowded West and The Moon in Antarctica. And it's not... On Wikipedia, they list it as other albums. It's not part of their studio albums. It was just like a compilation of other stuff. So this, you're saying that this is your favorite album? Yeah, this was the one that... Um, Check this out. When I came home from freshman year and I got that job delivering pizza, mm-hmm. Andrew had this album, and so I had a burned copy of it that I listened to all the time. So this was like the first Modest Mouse that like I fell in love with and like had an album instead of just a couple random songs I downloaded. So... It might be the nostalgia more than anything else why I like that one the best, but it's my favorite. Right. 
So it starts out with never ending repetition. We just listened to Broke. Broke is great. Yep. That's one of my favorites. It's really like slow and weird at the beginning and end, but the middle has a faster section that's really good. This is the part of me that needs medication. Uh, yeah, this is the album that I've listened to like a hundred times. Probably. That's funny. It's working on leaving the living. This one's your favorite on this one. 
that so middle section of medication is my favorite, but I love like every song on this yeah. album. I I remember whenever you read out every band, I don't love it. Mm -hmm. They started out so fast, and then they, they changed mm -hmm. tempos, and they just changed whammy bars, and it's just classic medicine house. And I mean, that's a seven-minute, ten-second song. Yep. <laughs> and the last like five minutes is them just like doing weird pitch shifting, feedback, random guitar noises, but it's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Anything before Lonesome Crowded West, Sean? <laughs> um, so back to Interstate 8, the second half of that is uh -huh. um, live in Sunburst, Montana, which is actually just what they recorded in Isaac's Garage. And they actually talked about it in the documentary. That's Those are the tracks that they used as a demo that they were shopping around to different labels okay. for Lonesome Crowded West. So that was that was a good listen. It's not like there are any new songs you haven't heard on there, but yeah. it was I mean it was good. Um The Fruit That Ate Itself is another EP. I have that here. And that, I have those sunspots, lay down fruit, dirty fingernails, fruit that ate itself, lay down, summer, time agreement. Are there anything I listened to it and I liked it, but I've only listened to it the one time, so I don't like have anything that jumped out as being great. Yeah. This is the way down. It's all kind of rough around the edges, but it's still a yeah. modest mouse. Yep.
Driving a car. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very modest mouse thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. So that's Fruit That Ate Itself. Okay, anything else uh -huh. before Lonesome Crowded West? The only other thing I have is the Lonesome Crowded West sessions. So a bunch of like the demos and stuff they did that's like super lo-fi. It's all the same songs that mm -hmm. ended up on the album besides yep. a couple little odds and ends. But it was fun to listen to, but it's not going to be in my regular rotation. So we can talk about Lonesome West now. Yay! <laughs> oh, man, this album's so good. Mm-hmm. The first song. It's a great intro to the album. Heart Cooks Brain. Like, I wouldn't know that this song is called Heart Cooks Brain. Uh -huh. <laughs> but you listen to like the first five seconds and say, like, oh yeah, this one. Sean? I've had a cough for like a month and a half. I don't have corona, okay. I, I don't think, but... <laughs> Lounge? Closing time. Yeah, this is funny. I think this is like that bass line. That's that goes into more modern modest mouse like mm -hmm. uh, what's that thing? That float on dashboard? That kind of song? I don't know. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ was an only child. And then doing the cockroach, which I don't like. I mean, it's fine. I like the whole song, but I definitely like the first part better. And then Cowboy Dan, I did not like, and then I grew to love. I love that song. Like, I didn't like it for the longest time, but then <laughs> now I just love it. Great. 
and it like changes all their songs do there's like there's no verse chorus bridge it's just like here's this section and then we're gonna do this other weird different section yeah it's almost then, like they're just slapping different songs together and it works and they can sing the same lyrics in the different sections mm-hmm. like later on it gets all slow Trash. It's a good song. Between this and Bankrupt on Selling is my favorite on the album. So one of the other rabbit holes I went down was looking at people covering Modest Mouth songs on YouTube. <laughs> no, you didn't. And, and I didn't spend a lot of time on that one. But it's funny because, like, you know, even if they're playing well, when they start singing, they're not Isaac Brock, so it just doesn't sound good. Yeah. But that song, Trailer Trash, they're like many many covers of that by like teenage girls singing like sweet beautiful versions maybe with a ukulele like for some reason trailer trash is the youtube girl cover song wow interesting living choice with no class god damn i hope i can pass school you wouldn't have think i don't know yeah because they have like they play a really cool arrangement of it, but really it's just like chords. You could play open chords and play that song. Uh-huh. So I think it just lends itself to that. Maybe. I mean, they're not good. Like I said, they're horrible YouTube covers, but I just thought it was funny. That is. It's not expected. Mm-hmm. Out of gas. I like this one. Well, this is this has the backing of being more vocal. Hang it up now or never. Hang it up again. It's the same girl that sang on this album too? I think so. This is S This plane is definitely crashing! 
I don't like that one very much. Trucker's Atlas is 11 minutes long. A good song. I like. I love this one. of what like this song what it's so good <laughs> well all the apostles they're sitting in swing saying i'd sell off my savior for a set of new rings and some sandals with the style of straps that cling best to the era so all of the business and unlimited saying it's all nice on ice yep that's right <laughs> i don't it's kind of funny because i hate jam bands like if a band starts jamming i'm not interested yep but i love when modest mouse does it yep <laughs> like modest mouse and the violent femmes are the only bands that i like when they jam okay yeah it's fun <laughs> all right now we're gonna go to my modest mouse Oh, anything between this and the moon in Antarctica? These might be kind of out of order. So there was, there's a couple. We'll go through them quick. Um, there's a single that they released called Whenever You See Fit that they recorded with a different band called 764 Hero that I'd never heard of. Interesting. It's 15 minutes long. <laughs> okay. And this other band they recorded it with, they kind of have the same sort of spacey reverb guitar sound, but then the vocals are like straightforward any other band. So I don't know that it works. I don't know. It's like, it's cool jammy music, but whenever they're singing, it's like 
I don't know, it doesn't do a lot for me. Um, there's another one of demos. Demos given to Chris Early by Eric Judy, 1998, that I don't think any of those ended up on albums, and I think there's a reason, because none of them were good. <laughs> um, I think that was just like an early, early demos. And then I think... Uh, I don't know when these came out. Everywhere in his nasty parlor tricks and Night on the Sun were those yeah. before? Where, no, I think that's afterwards. Everywhere. Uh, that yeah, that was two thousand one. So that was after. <coughs> that was after um, the moon in Antarctica. Moon in Antarctica. What about? So there was. Night on the Sun EP. Yeah. That came out in '99, but yeah. then they put most of those songs on everywhere in his nasty parlor tricks, which yeah. I guess came out in 2001. So that's why, yeah. yeah. So let's just go into. So we can talk about that one after. So yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Moon in Antarctica is where I am most familiar with the most. Like this is the oh, one so that I, I listen to the most what, in my life. One more. So there was there is like a set of demos for the Moon in Antarctica. That okay. one's a lot less interesting than the other ones because I think they're all like the tracks from the albums, just not mixed well. Um, the only one that was kind of cool is Roof of My Mouth, which is you know that little thing in the middle where he does I don't know, but I've been told you never die, you never grow old. Uh -huh. That's like a full song. So there's like a two or three minute version of it. That was mm. kind of cool to hear. But um, but yeah, that's that's all. <laughs> cool. So, so this, this is the one that you've listened to the most. Yeah, this is my most listened to. Like this song, for so many times. <laughs> and I learned it on the guitar in high school. Mm-hmm. I think this one also has the most swears of any modest mess <laughs> Probably true. It seems like every song is just like swears left and right and like, oh, I guess I can't show my family in modest mess. It's a good one. Gravity rides everything is fun. Great song. It makes me want to buy a minivan. You don't have a minivan? I've had a minivan for like 10 no. years. I don't have as many kids as you. That's true. You have less than half as many kids as I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun one to play on guitar. It is. And then there's so low like dun 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 in the universe is good. Perfect mm -hmm. Disguise. It's my favorite That's one. one of my favorites. This is, I think this is my favorite of this album, for sure. Yeah. What's nice is I recognize the song names. 
yeah, this whole album, like, I'd only heard... I'd heard most of the songs, but I never listened to the album all the way through until just after my mission. Yeah. I remember before then, I'd never heard Tiny Cities Made of Ashes, so I'm listening to the album, and that song just, like, blew me away. <laughs> I'm like, how does this song exist, and I've never heard it before? <laughs> remember going to the Modest Mouse concert and the song playing? Yeah. Should we talk about that now? Yeah. What year was that? So I I found a little listing. This website, Interstate 8, has like everything you could ever want to know about Modest Mouse. So that was September 10th, 2007. (laughs) And the songs they played In Orem, Utah. uh Uh-huh. The McKay Event Center. <laughs> they played Bury Me With It, Paper yep. Thin Walls, Dashboard, Fire It Up, yep. Education, Bukowski, yep. Tiny Cities Made of Ashes, and I remember like Isaac broke a string or something, so they just played that bass line and drum beat for like three minutes while he was figuring it out before the song even started. It went on for so long. <laughs> uh-huh. And then Custom Concern, Fly Trapped in a Jar, Parting of the Sensory, Satin in a Coffin, We've Got Everything, Float On, and The View. And then their encore was Broke and Spitting Venom. So this was after We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank. Uh-huh. I guess that's what they were promoting. So it's a lot of songs off that album. Yes. But so... Is that the only time you've seen them? Yeah. It's the only time I've seen them, too. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I'm gonna say hi to Sean. What? Hey, hi. Hey, hi. Hey, there he is. Say hi. 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 How are you? All right, we gotta listen to a custom concern, I guess. Is that on this album? All right. Uh. No, that was on the last one, wasn't it? What album is that on? Did we skip it? I, that was on uh, Lonesome Crowded West, right? What's some concern? No. I thought it was on this one. Huh. What album is that on? Let's listen to uh, a different city. Cold part. Son, this is a long drive. It is? The first one that we heard? Uh huh. Did I listen to any of it? Track three. I probably did. Do you remember when we were playing that song? I don't think so. Uh, no. Hi, Rachel. Oh, Sean says hi. 
Actually, we need to get away from Texas, and then you can come somewhere good. <laughs> All right, I'm going back to custom concern. Okay. Because that's on my top five. Got to go to work. Got to have a job. Stars are projected is good. That's like nine minutes long. Yeah, that's one that, like Andrew had this album before I went on my mission, I think, and I remember him playing that song for me. Yeah, like, 
I don't know. I like to listen to music as albums more than just songs. So, uh-huh. like, I listen to... This is one of the top ones. Like, this is one that I'm always going to come back to, I guess is what I'm getting at. Like, there aren't any songs that I'm going to skip on it. Uh-huh. I know the words to pretty much every song. Uh-huh. When I pick up a guitar, there's a good chance that I'm going to play a little something from one of the songs on this album. Like, it's great. anything in between this album and what is next uh we are dead before the no good news for people no good news so the only thing i have between those two is that night on the sun ep and everywhere in his nasty parlor tricks which has everywhere i think it has all the songs from night on the sun it does yeah so night on the sun had just like what do you say three songs and this one has eight Let's and it's see. pretty good I really the night on the sun had six songs but i guess one of them's not a song <clears throat> Suspension of disbelief. Modest Mouse overproduction creeping in. Yeah, there's a little bit of it on there for sure. I like that one. I like Mm -hmm. Night on the Sun. And then the other one I made a note of is I like You're the Good Things. But I like all these songs. Like, this is one that I'll add to the Modest Mouse that I regularly listen to. I think so. You were right on hanging around me. sure why I never heard of this album before. Yeah, me either. Like, it's right in the time period of all of my favorite Modest Mouse, uh-huh. and I just didn't know it existed. And it's not bad. It's better than the new Modest Mouse, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like it's. I can see why those songs weren't included on any of their major albums, but I still like it a lot. Like, definitely more than the new stuff. <laughs> All right, so we're into good news for people who love bad news, right? Uh huh. What are your thoughts on this album? It's a lot of memories to that time. Yeah. 2004, 2005, getting home. Never listened to it on the mission. Listened to it a lot in the Elms with Jason. And like summer sales, I'd have my iPod. This would be in my iPod, or I have the CD. You put in the CD player. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the horns anymore. I hate dance hall. <laughs> um, Satin in the Coffin, I guess, is fun. Blame it on the Tetons is probably my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Good times. I remember you playing me. that on the guitar all the time. Yeah, I still like it. <clears throat> but I'd skip a lot of these. I'll skip Float On. Yeah, this. so this is one that, like... I've I've always loved this album, uh-huh. but I think, and when I listen to it now, I still love it. But looking at it more critically, I think a lot of it is nostalgia, like you're talking about. Like yeah. it was a certain time in my life that I really loved these songs. And there's kind of like this arc to Modest Mouse where they get more and more produced and it's better and better until it starts getting worse and worse uh-huh. and this is right like at the peak of that curve where maybe it's starting to get bad I but, think so but I think it's before they really dropped off I me with it I don't like I like I like all these <laughs> even dance hall dance hall dance hall <laughs> I like. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good, Sean. Ocean Breeze Salty is good. That's a great song. Even Float On is good. Float On's a good song. It's weird, like, how upbeat and positive it is, because there are no other Modest Mouse songs like that. Uh-huh. I like how World at Large is the same as Float On. Uh-huh, the same chords. It could and... be the same song in old Modest Mouse. Seven minutes long, uh-huh. same chords, just like a different beat. And <laughs> uh-huh. that's how they change. <coughs> a Devil's Workday. Again with the horns. This is one that I didn't like at first, but it grew on me, and now I do. It's just kind of silly. Yeah. The view. It had the Weezer whistle. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I never made that connection before, though. <laughs> this is fun. I don't love it. I don't have any opinions about this song. This part of the album. I like it. Set the chorus the is really good. <coughs> you like this one? This is one that I didn't like at first, but again, I think like just the nostalgia and having listened to it a million times, I do now. You 
I liked it at first. I still like it. I like the banjo. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a sucker for acoustic, modest mouse. Yeah, this might be the best song on the album. The bass lines really coming through. Cadillacs. I love this song. And it's true we named our children after towns that we'd never been to. And it's true that the clouds just hung around like black Cadillacs outside a funeral. And we were done, One chance. Really familiar. I always start singing The Good Times Are Killing Me. At the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one person on the record that starts in the wrong place, uh huh, then I come in with them every time. <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh -huh. So too soon. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> this is a great song. Here we go. Doctor God and God water now know you can carry on Shrugged off short sighted false assignment and uh, what can I say? It's like a throwback to the old type of singing and the old type of song. Mm -hmm. We should do that. <laughs> yeah, right? I remember that uh, I came home from my mission and found out that there were like these alternate versions of these songs and I really wanted to hear them Yeah. and YouTube didn't exist like it does now so like I couldn't find them anywhere so yeah. I finally got to listen to the alternate mix of The Good Times Are Killing Me and the extended Blame It On The Tetons neither of them are that good oh no so, disappointment you've been waiting 15 so years after, for this after all these years <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> oh, so this year's I'll be home for my mission for 15 years. That's pretty. That's crazy. That's a long time. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> oh, man. I like it still. It's not my favorite album. It's just because of nostalgia, like it's. I like it as much as I like any other Modest Mouse. But I think yeah. if I hadn't liked it so much at the time in my life when I did, or if I were just hearing it for the first time now, I think I'd still like it, but I don't think I'd like it as much as I do. I agree. What's after, oh, it's um, 
he was dead before the ship even sank, right? Yeah, between that they had a live album, Baron Von Bullcrap Rides Again. Yep. I listened to that. I just don't think they're very good live. Like, it was fine. It was really well recorded. Like, it's the best recorded live songs of theirs I've heard, but I'll okay. probably never listen to it again. I listened to a couple, and I passed. I'm like, I know these songs. Yeah, it's like a a lot of the things that make Modest Mouse good is like the double track vocals and the production tricks and all that kind of stuff. So you play those songs live and it just loses half of what the band is. That's true. Unless you're at a concert and they turn the volume so loud. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're deaf by the time you get home. Uh Oh, that was a really loud concert. still remember that. And we were like far from the stage too. Uh-huh. Oh, it was great because we were able to sit. Going uh-huh. to concerts and standing for hours is the worst. <laughs> That's why I don't like concerts. If I can just go and sit. Yeah. All right. I agree. When this came out, what year was it? Two thousand and two thousand seven, right? Yeah, two thousand seven. iTunes was big. Uh, YouTube is mm-hmm. not, and I didn't have any pirating things, so I remember buying some some tracks. So there was like you could sample the tracks before you bought, and uh-huh. I remember listen, listening to each one. And I bought Dashboard, Fired Up, Miss the Boat, and Little Motel. So those are the four that I still have in my iPod. Okay. And so when I went and listened to this album like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I didn't recognize any of the other songs. <laughs> and I didn't like them necessarily. But I didn't think they were like, bad. There's an accordion on March into the Sea. Yeah, I remember pirating it. And I never loved it. There's some good songs like... Yeah. It's like circus-y. Uh-huh. It seems like I was having a hard time. Like, I was thinking a lot about, like, how is this different than the old Modest Mouse that makes it worse? And it seems like the way he's singing is, like, just so much more aggressive. Uh-huh. But then I go back and listen to old Modest Mouse, and he sings really aggressive on a lot of stuff. But there's just something maybe about how they mix it, or it's I don't like know. A- a nautical themed album uh-huh where like everyone dies on a boat in every song mm-hmm. dashboard it's so familiar fire it up it's so overproduced and I don't like the like, the, yeah. the, tr- the drum track the electric drum a lot of these songs seem like they were trying to make another song that could be on the radio. Yeah. Florida, I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard it before. <laughs> this is one, yeah, I just don't care about. Parting of the Century. I like Parting of the Century. No, okay. I never gave a chance. I 
concert they had two drum sets right mm -hmm. like everything seemed like it was so planned out the only way you can have two drum sets is if you know exactly what everybody's doing all the time yeah which kind of branches off from their jammy sort of sound interesting they had in a three-piece band where they're just like playing off each other uh-huh maybe like three times the whole way through. 
That sound compared to like this sound. Oh, Kirk Parker's brain or anything. My heart's a bit above the wall. So there's that sound, and then there's this sound. We were the people that we wanted to know, and we're the places that we wanted to go. It's hard to get old, though. I just like the old sound so much better. Me too. It's like even these same songs, if they had that sort of production and whatever else they were doing differently, like. They would be good. These would be good albums, I think. Yeah, I agree. But they just, I don't know. It's just not the same. Yep. And then the last song, Invisible. I don't love that one. You're not invisible inside your car. I want someone to do like a, a mashup of every time Isaac says, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That'd be fun to listen to. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so after We Were Dead Before the Ship Sank, that's 2007. What's happening uh-huh. after that? So I've Congrats. got No One's First and You're Next. No One's First and You're Next. That's right. There it is, EP. So this is all like outtakes from good news for people who love bad news. Okay. And We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank. So there's and... Satellite Skin, Guilty. Yeah, but yeah, I I only have listened to this the one time, but my initial impression was like every song on here was better than any song on We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sang. Like <laughs> I like this stuff better. I do too. So I listened to it. Did you watch the music video of like the King Rat or the Whale song? I think it was. No, it was the Whale song. I, I don't think I watched any of the videos. Do not. Do not watch the new video of the whale song. It's got whales on a ship. And then there's, as pirates, or like that, and then they see a bunch of humans out in the um, ocean, and then they put in their harpoons, and they, they, they spear these humans and drag them up, and they drag their skin off their bodies, and it's it's animated, but it's like this weird cartoon with blood uh-huh. and, and I'm like oh oh I'm not watching this and so I had to turn it off halfway through <laughs> it was bizarre yeah that sounds like modest mouse this is satellite skin so this is 2009 uh huh how come this has like an break older sound feelings, than I don't know. Like to me it sounds a lot like good news for people who love bad news. Yeah. Like it's still pretty produced but it's not as much as the newer stuff. Guilty Puffer Stainless. 
you have a favorite song on this? I think it was this one. But I've only listened to it once, I might change my mind. Well, I so. took off running at the greatest speed. I didn't bother looking to either side of me. Oh, I didn't see, I just didn't see what was really going on. The truth is stopped and the skyline rose. Exchanging comfort for my fashionable clothes. I'd left the hills at this point in time to run on treadmills in a perfect life. Salad days and up to daily shit. Spark imagination till the stars just quit. And if this is fun, why am I so bored with it? Well, I will probably never know. Here's a cock stain and eating table scraps. Well, we rolled over how our master's craft. It felt so good. We wanted more smile back. Big, but when the program failed, they defensively laughed. We did what? things just how you asked. Go try to take us to task. You didn't fly Facebook <laughs> just a mask. So, happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. <laughs> Autumn beds. We won't be sleeping in our autumn beds. Here's an acoustic modest mouse. We won't be sleeping in our <laughs> autumn beds. The banjo. It should be my favorite song. Here's the whale song. Uh huh. Oh, and it's six minutes long, so that video is six minutes of whales skinning humans. It doesn't get bad until about halfway through. The first <laughs> half, you're like, oh, what's going on? These whales are fishermen? <laughs> it sounds like classic Modest Mouth bass line. Mm-hmm. No thanks. <laughs> it's three sticks to your feet. Got backwards guitars. <laughs> she hasn't heard that for like two albums. This is King Rat. I remember it being so weird. satin in the coffin. He loves that New Orleans style gritty horn section uh -huh. rhythm. And I don't love it. <laughs> it's I don't know. I wouldn't say that I love it, but I think like he uses it to good effect. But still I would prefer a regular old modest mouth song to a new one with weird Horns in it. Yeah. This is the last one. I've got it all mixed. 
It's hard to have an opinion on stuff that you only listen to like one time, meshed uh-huh. with hundreds of other modest <laughs> mouse that you've been listening to. <laughs> yeah. So that was new, and I wouldn't have never listened to it. So I'm glad that I did. Me either. I think I'll listen to that one again. Yeah, it's not bad. What else we got? So after that, there was, I think it was a, like just a single that they released on vinyl called Too Many Fiestas for Ruben. That is, it's old and it's not very good. It's kind of jokey. Like, I think it probably was recorded around like, this is a long drive. And the B side of it is a different version of Cowboy Dan that has a cool violin part. So I liked that. You know, yet another version of Cowboy Dan, but too many fiestas for Ruben is kind of forgettable. It's like jokey. I don't remember what it was about. Okay. But and then Strangers to Ourselves. Is that the newest one? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is only my second time ever listening to it. It's hard. This is a hard listen. Uh-huh. Like even that picture of the. Uh, Trailer Park development or whatever of the album. Mm-hmm. Like, it's giving me negative feelings right now. <laughs> <laughs> it starts out with a titular song, Strangers to Ourselves. With some cello. And then we get to double bass. This. This is a Pink Floyd song, as in it sounds like Pink Floyd. Yeah. That's how Pink Floyd sings. In like the vision battle. So this might be my favorite. Uh huh. Didn't seem like we realized we did stuff. But straight up 1990s Pink Floyd. The next yeah. one I heard on the radio. It's Like I've heard it when I wasn't planning on listening to it. Uh huh. Yeah, it's fine. Are you kidding me? Scratching. Drums. I've got my pistol. Oh man. Here we go. (laughs) 
this one. This is a dance party. This is coyotes. Coyotes tiptoe in the snow after dark. At home with the ghosts in the national parks. Mankind's behaving like some serial killers. I mean, I should like it more than I do. <laughs> It needs to be by raw to be acoustic. I think another part of it is <laughs> it's just not great, so I haven't had reason to go back and listen to it. And with a lot of Modest Mouse songs, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. I don't know if that would happen with this album, but I don't know. That, that Ansel song? Yeah. That's the one that sounds like steel drums, right? Oh, yeah. And Pistol was horrible. Answer was horrible. Here we go! It's a... I took a trip down to Mexico with my father so, and brother. I watched a video where they went through like all the second guitarist's equipment, all his amps and pedals, is like 45 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. And and he talks about that song, which is, that those aren't steel drums, it's a ukulele with like this weird octave pedal on it, okay. so it plays like an octave above and an octave below. And he was talking about how, in all the reviews for the album, people were talking about the song with the steel drums on it and how it was like this little victory for him. He's like, oh, they don't know it was really a ukulele. And I'm just thinking, like, were they talking about how bad the steel drums were? <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of this cool little, like, sound they came up with, but it just, it's not good. You can't know, you can't ever really know. Was I really supposed to know? How the hell would I know? I mean, you can't keep on making the same stuff that you did in 99 and 94 and 2001, but you can't, it's like the Weezer landing on that sound and making songs off of a spreadsheet, and that's just what they're going to do. I wonder why they land on that sound. Yeah. I don't know. And I wonder, like, if Modest Mouse never got big but they kept making music would their sound have gone this direction like That's if they didn't have record labels and you know producers that are i'm sure famous for making all these hit radio songs would they have gone this direction on their own and i think probably not Charms go reckless, unharmed. We 
I wasn't happy after I listened to the album. I listened to it all in one go. It took me that long, or however long it takes the whole album. And then like, oh, I need some. I need to think positive about Forest Mouse. I think I listened to like um, talking that's about a pretty sunset. God, there you go. I don't know. I don't like. I don't dislike it. I just strongly prefer older Modest Mouse. It's like when we were talking about Weezer. Your first question was, "Do you like Weezer?" And I had so many qualifiers. It's like, yeah, but this and that, whatever. But with Modest Mouse, like, yes, I like Modest Mouse. Yep. I prefer the older stuff, but I, without hesitation, like them. You know, I don't have to qualify it. That's true. But I don't know. Yeah, I didn't love this album, but like, I don't hate it. <sighs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it either. It just makes me sad, I guess. And that's why I don't like it. Yeah. That makes like, oh, sense to me. It's a new Modest Mouse. I've never listened to the album. It's going to be fun. And I listened to it, and it wasn't fun. And it made me <laughs> sad. <laughs> so, Ice Cream Party. Yeah, so they, they did three songs... This is the best one, I think. Except the lyrics. Yeah. The sound's really good, though. It's a good sound. electronic organ going on <laughs> what's another new one yeah i really like that one so the other two one of them is poison the well that kind of just sounds like new modest mouse it's like it's okay Sounds like Isaacs. And then, uh huh. And the last one is called "I'm Still Here." And I wrote that that one was really poppy and rocking for a Modest Mouse song. Like it sounds like a radio song. 
It's like they wanted to make like a 60s rock and roll pop song Mm -hmm. with a little bit of country blues and the egg shaker. I don't know. I don't like that one that much. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess they just released those three songs and I don't think anything's come of it. So I don't know if they have another album in the works or what but That was a good palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't get like, I shouldn't feel so strongly, but, but I can't help it. <laughs> I just want to love them. That's why I'm disappointed when I don't. But these are, it's fun to make fun of them. Uh huh. But. Modest Mouse had such a good tra- track record going up to 2007. Yeah, it's... I don't know, and the other thing is, like, it's hard because I see Modest Mouse as being, like, more artistic than Weezer. Weezer was always, like, poppy, whatever. Like, I don't... Even though it's really good, I don't expect a lot of them. But, like, Isaac Brock has always said weird stuff like... Like, my, what's the line? My heart's the charcoal, my my brain's the burger, and my heart's the charcoal, and just, like, weird, silly stuff that, like, shouldn't work, but it does. And so then when he keeps saying weird, silly stuff, and it's just, like, cringy and not good, and I can't figure out why the first one worked and this other stuff doesn't, it's really <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> That's true. Whatever. Well... Do you like Modest Mouse? The answer is yes. I do. Yes. That's fun. <coughs> Modest Mouse is fun. And that was, like, I thought I was just going to listen to what I already knew. I thought I knew Modest mm-hmm. Mouse. And it turns out I only knew half of Modest Mouse. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. So... The only other stuff we haven't talked about, I found online somebody who just put together like all of the songs that were on compilations and other random stuff. And none of it's that good, except they did a cover of the Buddy Holly song, That'll Be The Day. And it sounds nothing like the original. Like It kind of reminds me of when you gave me and Jason lyrics to your song and we wrote the song having never heard it before. It's kind of like that. 
and I, I like it. I think it's good if you can pretend that you've never heard the original before. But the rest of them were. Day that I died, that'll be the day when you make me cry. You say you're gonna leave me, you know it's a lie. Well, you gave me all your loving and all your turtle dove and all your hugs and kisses and your money, too. This is great. Oh, you know you love me, baby, still you tell me maybe that someday well I'll be <laughs> That'll be the day when you say goodbye, yeah, that'll be the day when you make did you listen to the rest of that? Rayvon Buddy Holly? Album? No, I just listened to the um like this folder some guy put together that just has all their random compilation stuff. So I just listened to that one track off of it. Well it's got like and the Black Keys, Modest Mouse, My Morning Jacket, Florence the Machine, Paul McCartney, Zelo Green, Kid Rock, Patty Smith. All these, you want an apple? <laughs> they sing a bunch of, they just covered Buddy Holly songs. And they had a really mm-hmm. fun Buddy Holly album. Interesting. How did Modest Mouse get that at the day? That's like the most famous. Yeah, that's it's like definitely one of the top three. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's a fun one. I like it. Yeah. And then you say you don't leave me, but you know that's a lie, cause that'll be the day, the day when I die. Well, that'll be the Wonder what Andrew's gonna do with the corporate policy. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him about it. I'm interested to see what he does. Yeah, that's fun. I don't know. The one that gets stuck in my head the most is Jason's piano version that I read it. Uh-huh. Just because it's... They, they all three get <laughs> stuck in my head. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was a fun... Uh-huh. I like how you stayed up till two recording your version. <laughs> well, yeah, it was... Because... <laughs> You sent those lyrics, and I was like, well, that might be kind of fun, but, like, I haven't written a song forever. I'm probably not going to be able to do anything. Uh-huh. And so I started, like, right before I was going to go to bed at, like, 10 or 11, I was like, I'll just play around with the guitar and, like, come up with a chord progression or whatever. And it just got away from me until I recorded the whole thing and finished at, like, 2 in the morning. It was really good. Whoops. I like your version a lot too. It, I mean, it sounds like something that would be straight off of like a folk anthology compilation or something. I didn't even mean my voice to sound so folky, but when you listen to it, it's like, oh yeah, that's like the mighty wind, those three uh-huh. spinners or whatever they are. It's great though. <laughs> Jason's piano version is just so like playing it on the keyboard with the. Uh, electronic piano and then the orchestra in the background Mm -hmm. i was having a great time it's so it's so jason it's like before i listen to it i'm like it's gonna have a lot of minor chords (laughs) and he's gonna sing it really high it's gonna be great (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we'll have to get everyone on the uh, on the video chat when Andrew does his version. We'll do all four mm-hmm. of us, and then we'll play them all for Andrew. Yeah, because he hasn't heard any of them, right? Nope. <coughs> we haven't shared them. That'll be fun. All right. Yeah, that'll be good. Oh, man. Anything else, Sean? Um, ugly Casanova? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. But It sounded to me like what if you told me Modest Mouse is going to get like way more produced and polished. I would have expected it to sound like Ugly Casanova and not like what they actually turned into. Like it's not great, but it's okay. So I was reading and I was confused about what it really is. Like that's Isaac just making a side project. I think so. Like I think. Like, was it I didn't really read it too much, but like they came up with some weird story that the ugly Casanova was like some fictional character they came up with, and I think they didn't specifically name Isaac Brock as a member of the band because he wanted to like kind of distance himself from it or something. I don't know. But then everybody knew it was him, and it just was his side project. It's so distinctive of a voice; you can't really hide it. Yeah, I think Stephen King did the same thing. Or- he wanted to uh-huh. see if he could write novels until he's like Kilgore Trout or whatever it is. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> I remember reading some in high school and they were weird. So I read a bunch of Stephen King in high school. Stephen King? I only have recently, like in the past couple of years, read any Stephen King. Misery's really good. I don't know. I like Stephen King, but I'm not like obsessed with him like a lot of people are. Did you read well, The Dark Tower? The I haven't read that one. I listened to that like 13 years ago when I was an intern at Provo City, GIS. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of audiobooks in that internship. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to move from Houston soon? I hope so. Um... I don't know. I mean, I was starting to look around and get ready to apply to jobs, and then we had a pandemic, and there aren't any jobs anywhere. So it's kind of made that difficult. But, I mean, I don't want to be here anymore. I like my job, but, you know, my company got bought by a bigger company, and I don't like the bigger company. So even though, like, I love working with my boss and our little group, like, I don't see – a huge potential for a future with the company, so kind of what's the point of staying around anymore? Yeah. I'm stuck. Are you, are you going to be in Vegas for a long time, or? Yeah, probably. Yeah? Yeah, I'm stuck. Can't get out. Trying hard. <laughs> I got a job <laughs> offer in Washington. got a job offer in California and turned them down. They didn't want to pay you enough or they wanted to pay me what I'm making right now. Mm-hmm. Houses are way more life in general. Yeah that's taxes. That's why we didn't transfer to 
Oregon because they wouldn't change my salary at all and it costs way more so yeah cool. all right Sean that's it so we need to schedule a Sunday night lights with Nick we need to schedule Weezer they're coming out with uh, Ron Weezer Van Weezer in like two I don't months. even know the next album that's coming out this year is called Van Weezer okay so we'll talk about that with a guest alright um, maybe Mazer maybe JG who would be a good guest Von Weaver. I don't know who listens to Weezer. <laughs> um, I need to do another. Uh, it holds up. Those are always good. I liked Rachel's episode. Rachel's was fun. I mean, uh-huh. I do one with my brother where we go over. Um, theme songs from 90s TV shows to see if they hold up. Okay. <laughs> Got a big list. Yeah, Janice was a fun episode. She got really yeah. big into the Avid Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Her kids even are just like so obsessed with that band. <laughs> All right. Last words? Nope, don't have any. Well, man, well, I'm going to share this with Anthony and probably Jason and put it on the Facebook page. Huge audience. Yep, that's my audience. Two people. (laughs) That's great. Well, man, I think think it's a cool way to, like, keep in touch but also have – product come out of it even if it doesn't have a huge audience oh yeah i like listening to them if you wanted to like deep dive into another band yeah let me know listen to everything they have i'll have to think about it it's hard to have like there aren't a lot of other bands that i'm so invested in Mm -hmm. and especially one that like both of us are invested in but yeah, we'll have to think about it. Yeah, think about one. Okay. I remember trying to listen to uh, Paul Simon, and it gets bad. <laughs> <laughs> he just has so much music. But... So, so much crap music. Mm-hmm. But Graceland was good because he like stole all the music from this African band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Signing off. All right. Okay, see See you, Chad. Bye.